a request field piece today. You guys have been asking for a little bit of aftercare alongside your harder stuff. Hopefully this piece will scratch that itch. But first, it is the last podcast of the month, so very quickly, thank you to Tiffany. Chastity. I'm gonna go with... Oh my. Uh, Ashley? Uh, uh, Ashley's not a hard name to say, uh, but Winchy, Mera, uh, Cece, uh, Angie, Julie K, my sound lover, uh, and then the name that I'm not quite sure, I'm going to go with Ashling. Uh, thank you all very much for your support of the podcast. Uh, and now, right on into the piece, it is a harder one, and it is called Sucking Your Cock on the Clock. Guess who? Oh, you're fucking right. It is me. (laughs) You don't look entirely pleased to see me. Now, why would that be? Yes, at work. Do I own this fucking pussy or not? Do I own this fucking pussy? Or not. Hmm. And then yes at work. And just be grateful that I'm not reaching up and under to start fondling your pussy through the fabric right now. Hmm. Because I could be. Couldn't I? Couldn't I? That's fucking right. (laughs) I love the way it makes you feel. Are you going to take me back to your fucking private little office bathroom or not? I do mean it. I own this pussy. Don't I? Don't I? No, I own every fucking part of you. (laughs) Mm. Take me back. Good girl. Right there. Right then. Mm. That's when I knew. That's when I knew. That text. Right there. Do you remember sending it to me? Do you remember being so cute, so provocative? (laughs) Hmm. And then when I sent something back after all that effort, after dressing up to look so fucking good, after all of it, you played coy, didn't you? Didn't you? Shut the door. Oh, you have no idea how much I've planned this out. Trying to be brave. Trying to change the subject. Trying to get me off my focus. Well, it's not going to fucking happen, is it? It's not going to fucking happen, is it? Mm Mm-mm. 
when my eyes are this hot and this narrowed and I'm looking right at that pretty little face, when I'm looking into your eyes and you're wondering, how does he see? How does he know? Can he look right fucking through me? You know that I'm not gonna stop. You know that I have my mind set on something and you have to give it to me because you're what it is. I want you. I say that, and you think I mean your fucking body, but I don't. I've already got that on tap. I can already grab you by your wrist or your hair and just tug a little and just pull a little and just mold you and just move you, can't I? Can't I? Well, that's why we had to move back here. You told me how far away we were from everybody else when you fucking came in here. When you rubbed your goddamn pussy from me. When you slunk in here, so remote, so distant, that you could listen to me, touch yourself at work. Mm, if it's remote enough for that, it's remote enough for me. You told me you fucking screamed for me. Did you lie? Did you lie? I think you did, even though you just said you didn't there. You'll do anything not to be in more fucking trouble. So now, I'm going to offer you a little bit of redemption. You tried to provoke me with your pretty little pictures and your texts, and then not answering when I finally did. Didn't you? You said you were busy already. You were trying to provoke me, weren't you? Hmm. All I have to do is get mad and get angry. And you'll tell me anything I want. But so much worse than that, your panties are just fucking soaked, aren't they? Oh, yes, they are. Stop fucking resisting. Oh. Why do I look at you like you're praying? I don't know. Maybe you should fucking tell me. They are so wet. Aren't you a dirty, dirty thing? So fucking naughty. Getting that turned on. You're just an outright fucking whore, aren't you? Uh-uh. Yes, you are. You are an out-and-out whore. And whores make their money by having sex. Ah, oh, that's right. Putting two and two together. See, here's the thing, though. Whores don't have a lot of choices in what they have to do. Mm -mm. Sex work is work where the client is always right. So, it looks like what you have to do is suck my cock and get whatever your hourly rate is for it. But not from goddamn me. I'm just going to use you. Why pay for the milk when the cow will suck it out of you for free? Mmm, you don't like that kind of language, do you? 
I said I wanted all of you. You think that resistance isn't part of you? That stiff upper lip? Oh, it is. It's all a part of you. And I want to dominate every last bit of it. All of you. Pretty little face that I stroke with the back of my hand. The wonderful hair that you let me grab and fucking tug. The mind inside that keeps trying to get me, keeps playing games to tease me, seek me out. Yeah, I need to put that naughty fucking thing in its place too. Sit down. Uh-uh, on the fucking toilet. Turn away from me. Turn away from me. Mmm, I didn't say look back at me. Just because you hear them coming doesn't mean you get to see them coming. If anything, you having to imagine what they look like. Well, I want to make you even wetter than you already are. Hmm. <laughs> I'm really enjoying how turned on you are after saying no, no, no. Isn't that horrible? Aren't I supposed to respect each and every last one of your no's? Consent is key and king. When I talk down to you like that, using that voice... And that moral attitude. (sighs) I can literally feel you both getting so hot and wet. And squeezing yourself with your shrug and embarrassment. Mm. I can actually hear the cum starting to seep out now. Remember that the next time I'm staring at your goddamn cunt, just looking right into it from the edge of the bed. There. All secure. Oh, you don't normally gasp when I turn your head back towards me that quickly. And here's something that always does make you gasp at least a little. Ah, mouth open. Mouth open. Ah, uh, uh, you're not ready. Here, let me just put two fingers inside first. Taste me. Come on, roll your tongue around. Don't try and get it in between the fingers. Roll it around. You're not going to be able to do that with my cock. Uh Uh-uh. There it is. There's my naughty little thing. Look at that glow in your eyes. All you have to do
do is get back to routine and you love it and you love it so much. <laughs> and I love that you love it so much. I really, really fucking do. I really, really fucking do. <laughs> you don't know how to put on a face for this, do you? Do you? You're all prepared for these sexual scenarios, but then I actually come for you like this. Start pushing the head of my cock between your luscious lips, holding your head with both of my hands so I can really control it. Mm. See, a lot of men, they wouldn't go through this trouble just to have you suck their cock. If anything, having you crawl around on a bathroom floor, hands and knees. That would be a little bit more of a commitment from you. But this isn't about dominating you for sexual gratification, or even as I keep saying, my goal is to take every part of you and stretch it through a fucking ringer. No. <laughs> No, my goal with setting all of this up is to show you that I'm going to set all of this up. And isn't that something? Isn't that some way to be? Don't you think? I sure fucking do. I fucking do. I fucking do, yeah. Yes, yes, ooh, you feel so fucking good. You feel just like I want you to, just like I trained you to. You're such a good little whore just for me. Say thank you, sir. Say thank you, sir. Why can't you say thank you? Uh-uh. I didn't say you could take my cock out of your mouth. I will push and hold your head right where it needs to be. You see that? You feel that? Oh, it's not about you getting it right. It's about you doing what I say when I say it. You're always my whore. Sometimes I pay you and come. Sometimes I give you exactly what you need. But I will always have my way with you. When I text you after you send me pictures, you will respond. You will do it in a timely manner. You will not play coy anymore unless you really, really, really want to get caught. Do you? Do you really want to get caught playing this game? Do you really want to know what it's like to have everybody in the office know? I haven't told you where I'm coming yet. Your hands are fucking bound behind your back. And I haven't told you where I'm coming yet. And I haven't promised to untie you before the work day is done. Now have I? Now have I? No, I sure fucking haven't. I can do anything I want with you. Remember when you promised that? The fear in your eyes is starting to make me think that you don't. Up and down. Up and down. 
Ah, you still have to suck the cock. Me asking you these questions while you're servicing me? This is actually the light mode of torture. Normally, this cock would be inside you when I'm interrogating you like this. Oh, and that makes you squeeze so tight. Makes you shrug yourself right out of existence, right around this fucking dick. I am so powerful. I used to say I feel so powerful, but I am so powerful, aren't I? Aren't I? I am so powerful. I am this sexy. You can't believe that you're lucky enough to get my mind focused on you, can you? That's what makes you such a needy, wanty little whore for me. Did you ever think you'd suck cock? Huh? You ever think you'd do it on the clock like this? You ever think that you'd be wanting and willing and pushing for it? You've always wanted to keep things separate, just flirting a little bit at work. You crossed the line, not me. I control this. I control this. I control this. I control this, don't I? I control this, don't I? And this? And this? And this? Say yes, sir. I control it all, don't I? Say I control it all. Every part of your body. Every part of you. Every part I want. Every single thing you think you will say to me when I demand it. I own you, don't I? Don't I? Well, then why the fuck aren't you finishing me off? Come on. Yes, 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 yes. You can barely fucking take it when I fuck your face. I gave you an order. I gave you an order. I told you what to do. You said that I owed it all, and I told you what to do. Oh, your go-to move when I make you make me fucking come. Ah, it's getting those hands up. It's using your eyes. It's saying something, but you can't do any of that, can you? The look in your goddamn eyes. That's why you're my I love taking you out of your fucking comfort zone. You are so fucking lucky I decided to do it here. Decided to do it back here. Gonna let you finish your fucking makeup when it's done. I'm not gonna come all over your fucking face and make you walk back out there and show them what it is to fucking provoke me. Provoke me in the middle of my goddamn day and then not respond. I will fucking take you out. Yes, 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 yes. You fucking have to do more than that. You have to do more than that. You have to do more than that. Come on, come on, come on. I will hold still. You need to fucking use your face. You need to use your fucking face. Go, go, go. This is mine. This is mine. This is mine. Yes, yes, yes. Show me. Come on. Come on. Baby, baby, baby. Yes, Yes, you can. Don't fucking lose hope. I know it's getting sore. I know it's fucking tiring. Don't fucking stop. I want it. 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 Ah, I 
I thought about fucking fingering you before this, driving you goddamn crazy, but then I realized exactly what you've been telling me all along. The only part of you you really need me to stimulate is your fucking brain, and once I do that, every other part of you is fucking mine. And so that's what I'm doing. That's what this is. This is me using you to get off with my goddamn mind, putting you in the place that you need to be. Come on, come on, come on. Show me how much you love it. Show me how much you love it. You're good for one fucking thing when you're my whore and nothing else. Show me what you want from me. Show me what you want from me. Yes, yes. What I want is what you want to give me. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, 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 yes. Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I didn't go through all of this not to come as hard as I goddamn can. As hard as I goddamn can. Come on. Come on. Come on. Yes. Push me. Push me. Push me. Push me. Push me. Yes. Right there. Right there. Right there, right there. Yes. Ah. <laughs> ah, pumping into your fucking mouth. so glad that I got myself off right before I came down here. <laughs> oh, don't look so surprised with how long I lasted. I had to make sure. I had to make sure I really was mad enough to come down here and take you to fucking task. Good fucking God. Really? That was a pretty great stop. Mm, it's okay. You did very, very well. Mm -mm. Don't just say okay. I am every part of you. Don't I? Don't I? Uh-huh. That means that I own that, too. That would be your recovery, would be your gratitude. That would be all of it. Mm. Here. It's better once we take the binding off. It's okay. You're okay. You're not in trouble anymore. You're only in trouble as long as I want to use you. And you provoke me. That's the game, isn't it? Those are the rules? No, it's not just a game with you, baby. You think I'd put on pants in the middle of the day for just anybody? There we go. There was an 
almost fraction of a smile. Yeah, you can stick your tongue out if you want. I don't blame you. You gotta regain your composure in some way. Hmm. You look so beautiful when I fuck you up like that. You do, don't. Don't push on. You look so hot after I make your eyes water. After I make you sweat. <laughs> your hair is gonna take some work. I would apologize, but... You love it when I put my hands in there and start pulling, don't you? <laughs> mm. You're so kinky, even though it's so not your first nature. Not like I am, at least. And I really enjoy it. You say that you don't know what you're going to get next from me, but I'm really enjoying finding out what's next from you, too. It's fun. And funny. And interesting. Mm. I don't have anything else planned. That's it. You know me. Roused about. Home and out. Mm. Well, if you think you've earned it, <laughs> you really want me to make that. It's so simple. You don't want a bigger dinner? You don't want something special? Well, aren't you very sweet if you think me cooking a very basic dish for you is special? It's really what you want? Well then, all right, I think you've earned it. You are a very good girl. I will be happy to make you a little bit of breakfast for dinner when you get home. Mmm. Oh, goodness. There you are. I'm back. <laughs> and I'm here to answer some more questions for you. Hopefully you enjoyed that piece, but some of you really, really just like the answering of the questions. So let's get right into it. First off, we have one from Ashley. Hey, Jack. It's Ashley. I just have a couple questions for you this week. Please. Um kind of based on I think a couple of weeks ago on one of your live shows I was the one that submitted that uh, letter that Zelda Fitzgerald wrote to Scott <laughs> Fitzgerald and you had mentioned um, I believe it was Keats um, and I am just wondering who a couple of your favorite poetry authors are and who a couple of your favorite authors are in general um kind of looking for book recommendations of some stuff. Uh, I am not actually the most culturally enriched person in the world. I don't have a humanities degree. Uh, from my reading and enjoyment of the classics, uh, when it comes to short story writing, uh, Anton Chekhov is who I would put as a guy I could just read short stories from over and over and over again. 
really great at that form. Uh, when it comes to poetry, the poet that I guess that I would study, say I studied the most, uh, would be Sandberg. And uh, he's really interesting and a lot of fun. People know his, his greatest quotes without knowing his name. Um, he, he's pretty good. Just trying to, to strain and think about it. I've spent so much of my cognitive load and budget in these last some years on screenplays and uh, just you know, reading essays and, and reading points of view and, and commentary, uh, op-eds, uh, and, and trying to expand my worldview that way, uh, that it's just totally clouded. So I'm trying to think of some more, I'm trying to buy time, usually I'm a little bit better at vamping, but I'm just trying to, I don't want to leave you with just that. I guess the last one that I do know that I would really suggest, because they're all great, and they all have something to say about the time we're in now, or I think so, is Henrik Ibsen. You know, he's a playwright. You didn't ask for that in particular. Uh, but pretty much it's impossible to go through an Ibsen play and not feel a little 2020. There, there was a real, he was a real malcontent, and I guess everybody I, I suggested on the list was. <laughs> Let's just throw in Voltaire, why not? Uh, <laughs> you know who I think is really underestimated as a novelist is Gorfantel. <laughs> uh, uh, these are all just contrarians and iconoclasts, uh, which is why I'm laughing. And uh, th th there's a real... Oh, I love Henrik Ibsen, and uh, especially if you're studying, like, feminism, Hedda Gabler and uh, Siegel, Doll's House. I guess Doll's, I guess Doll's House and Hedda Gabler much more than Siegel. Uh, really, really great. It's great to see a man talk about that kind of stuff, I think. A lot of you would be surprised at just how ahead of the game he was. Just Not just generations, but apparently centuries sadly enough. Uh, okay, so thank you very much, Ashley. Have to reach during quarantine. Um, but I hope you have a lovely week and that you are able to get those things done which you have set out to do. Oh, thank you. So, yeah. <laughs> Bye. Thank you. And I know that she only said this in the nicest way, but I'm starting to feel that whole, and, and hopefully you'll be more productive eventually. I'm trying it's a sad, scary world. Hi, Jack. I'm Sol. Hello, Sol. Hope you're doing well. Um, Thank you. This is my first time doing this, so... Appreciate Please excuse me. my English. And your English um, and your accent My questions for the podcast are... One, do you miss something from your childhood? And two... Do I miss something from my childhood? I talked about it was very, very rough. And a lot of the things, like watching bad movies or uh, vegging out to video games or, or behaviors that I've taken into adulthood and used to this day, um, I guess one thing that I really do miss about my childhood, because I can be very optimistic. I can't, I couldn't have become the Grey Knight. I'm getting so many compliments on, on my voice 
and body lately, I kind of can't stand it. And it's very, very nice. Please, if you've done it, don't think you've given me too much, um, especially since I've encouraged it. And I, I could not have achieved that or, or, or how far we've gotten without optimism. And I have optimism going forward. But I don't have social, collective, or civic optimism anymore. And I don't think it's temporary in any way. I, simply don't have within me the childhood sense that the brotherhood of humanity is going to be successful. <laughs> and I believed it consistently from a young, young age. I was watching C-SPAN way too early. From a young, young age, I'm telling you, there's a dark, horrible version of me where I never had any physical ailments and I just straight take the 80s juice that I come up on and I am absolutely somewhere in the Trump administration right now figuring out how to rearrange the life the life. <laughs> See, that's such a dark it's such a dark fucking sentiment. It made my mouth wet. I'm drooling with how evil the prospect is. Rearranging the the uh, the lifeboats on the fucking deck of the Titanic. And I am very, very grateful that I'm not him. Boy, I went to the weeds on this one. But I'm grateful that I'm not. And I'm, I think it sucks that I have to be this eternal cynic going forward. Uh, a guy who voluntarily took multiple poli-sci classes because he wanted to learn more about the functioning of government, not just his own but others, now doesn't believe that it can function in a way that helps the people that he wants to help. He's, a, he's trapped in a system that it's going to help him no matter what. <laughs> and he's not super keen on it. And it's just not the, the, it's just not the way to be. Uh, so I guess before I go on any further rants about that, uh, let's hear if Sol has another. Would you like to change a decision that you made in the past and why? Oh, boy, would I like to change a lot of them. But just like I said, <clears throat> and perhaps this is rationalization or what have you, um, I, 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 I've gone through some really rough stuff. But it did make me who I am. And there isn't a gray night without it. Or at least not any real concept of it that we care about. I would have commoditized and... Sold out so long ago if I hadn't really had the experiences that I had as a have-not for so long. So there's a lot of decisions I would make differently. Uh, I guess the one that I would say is if I could take back all of the anger and hostility I showed others, I would. Because even though I think that anger and hostility was largely right, the damage that it does to somebody who's not got fire in their blood, it can be very real. And the world is very cruel. And I don't... I don't want to be thought of as cruel or be or do what is cruel to others. And anger and hostility really can be that thing. So uh, thank you very much for the question, Sol. It was lovely to have you. 
Thank you. Well, that worked out well. Data here wondering if you have any scenes that you wouldn't touch, either because they're too stupid or because they're too harsh. I'm gonna. I I thought she said zines, but there's no possible way Data said that. So I'm going to assume that she said scenes. S C E N E S. Maybe we should just. That was a little quiet. Let's let's give it one more. Or not. Oh my. Isn't that just the way? You try and be good. All right, one more time. Data here wondering if you have any scenes that you wouldn't touch, either because they're too stupid or because they're too harsh. <laughs> okay. And you have a cute cutie cat, and you're a cool dude. <laughs> Thank you very much, Data. One question, two statements. I suppose that's fair. Uh, I appreciate it and you uh, very much. Um, blushing a little. <clears throat> uh, so here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a control freak or not. I'm pretty sure I'm not. But artistically speaking... I can go a little Enya sometimes and be all like, no, I, if I want this to sound the way I want it to sound, I have to. And so I have a whole trove of scripts that I have not touched because they're supernatural. And you guys, some of you at least, really like that supernatural and, and that side of me. Why haven't I? Because I never learned a program called Melodyne. Why didn't I? Because it's been bullshit, honestly. Funding the Grey Knight has been <clears throat> an absolute nightmare. And getting kicked off of various platforms, deplatform, having the rules change over and over again on YouTube, that kind of thing. It's just, that's where the, the hunt has been. And then not physically being capable of doing too much work too often. Yeah. And then 2020's mental load on creativity. It's just... I know it sounds like a string of excuses, and guess what? It fucking is. And to persevere through them uh, has been really, really challenging. And so I have all of these ambitions and all of these things that I've been working on that are just unfulfilled because the, just getting to the numbers, the comfort where I can get to a point where my creative cycle is changing and moving and shifting... It's been a real challenge. <laughs> and pretty much as soon as I got there, listen to how much better shape uh, my voice gets and then how much more comfortable I am showing physical stuff and how much more rapidly that progress comes, even with everything going on, so on and so forth. So the stability has been really necessary and really good. I'm so embarrassed by all this. It's just... Not just do I have a whole host of supernatural stuff that I want to do that's just like I've already so overtaxed if you're like wondering oh he pays Ali I so underpay Ali for all the work she already fucking does 
making her learn new programs on top of everything else. She does so much behind the scenes, guys. On top of everything else is nuts. Uh, so I definitely, that's just not at all reasonable. Uh, it's something that I have to do, and it's something I have to make time for on top of everything else. And so, again, really embarrassed. I've made so many plans and ambitions and false starts, which is why I don't announce anything until it's done anymore. It's why I totally hold off on everything until I can actually really, really make it live for you guys. Uh, but it, but in my defense, after being called a cool dude and just not feeling it, I, I, I'm trying so hard. And I've got so many balls in the air that you don't know about. Okay, up next we've got Candy. Hi, Jack. Hello. This is Candy. Hello. How are you? I'm great. I hope you're doing well. Thank you. I'm a little nervous, so please just bear with me. Okay. Okay, just a few silly questions for you. We can do this. First question. Mm. Have you ever been afraid of being recognized, or have you ever been recognized by the sound of your voice when you were out in public? Like running errands and stuff. No and no. If so, do you reveal that you're the Grey Knight? Or do you keep your identity secret like a superhero? I don't think it's ever going to happen. Second. I really don't think it's going to happen. This question comes up all the time and the answer is, I don't think it's going to happen. I really don't. I think you think my voice is much more distinctive uh, than you want. And then also this is through a microphone. Microphones all have their own EQ curves. Uh, and then Allie treats it. And then it goes out, and then you listen to it on your device, and then your speakers all make it different. Uh, so, no, I'm not really all that worried. And I hope masks never go away, because it's never been more comfortable for me to do errands. I had to really hype myself up in March. Like, I even used a Star Trek metaphor of using, like, an away team. I'm a red shirt, <laughs> which is not a great way to pump yourself up in retrospect. And now I fucking love it. Now I've gone to the fucking neighborhood uh, bodega at 2 a.m. for coffee because I'm like, because I'm huge. I'm in a hoodie. I'm in a mask. Uh, I wear sunglasses at night because it's uh, always the 80s, baby. And, uh, you know, the, the biggest thing that, like, the local pusher will be like, hey, big guy, when he's making his attempt, because that's all you can see. I'm basically the invisible man. I don't even say words out loud anymore. I pretend like the mask is muffling me. I just nod, shake my head. Oh, I love it. Every woman who's talking about how invisible she feels and she's not getting anything going down the street anymore and how she loves it. I am so with you. Question. Roller coasters. I think I remember you saying that you like them. Life is so like. So do you have any favorite coasters that you have ridden? And... Do you have any coasters that you haven't ridden yet that you want to ride? I legitimately have not done an amusement park in forever. You can't be poor and go to a fucking amusement park. If you've seen The Wire, it's just such a great example of how hard it is to have a nice day if you just don't have enough money for what you need. And I just, I haven't had enough money for what I needed for a long time. Uh, we're only now getting... Uh, back to the point where I have money for things that I want consistently. Um, and uh, in that, of course, I haven't traveled. There's all these great theme parks around the world, especially popping up 
uh, in and around Asia that are just astounding. Uh, like if if the regime in Beijing ever like really collapses, oh my god, do I want to go to like fucking Macau? Oh my god, do I want to see some of these uh, roller coasters and theme parks and amusements that are totally tailored to adults? You know, American theme parks are really, really tailored towards the fucking nuclear family unit, and you can. You could be one of those pretend evil Disney skinwalker super fans who, who says, Oh, Disney really does a lot of stuff for adults. Okay. A very, very specific kind of fucking adult wants to overpay to have an adult experience at Disney, though. Come the fuck on. So there's a... I mean, just look... I mean, just really, the innovations on Disney roller coasters? No. Every innovation from American theme parks in the last five, ten years is can we build a room and make that room a quote-unquote experience with screens or VR or something like that? That's the stuff that people call the coolest out of American theme parks. We don't make the roller coasters or shit. Wow, we've really gotten on a lot of political stuff. I should just keep going. Third question. Music question. If you could choose a song to be your personal theme song, Ah. what song would you choose and why? Well, just to be witty, life is like a roller coaster, baby. So the Ohio players, right? That's how you do it. And that's how you close that out. And speaking of doing way too much for us and being so good for us, Allie records questions for you to read to me. Hi there, Jack. I have some questions from a couple of the ladies of the night this week. Let's do it. First question is from Gabby. Gabby. Has anyone ever stumped you or surprised you to be speechless in a has anyone ever surprised me to be speechless? Has anyone ever stumped or surprised me to be speechless? Has anyone ever stumped or surprised me to be speechless? Session. Like, whoa, didn't see that coming. And second question is from... Well, it was so much more fun before I got the last of it uh, and it specified. Uh, what I can say about sessions is that for a long time now, they've simply gone great. Uh, at the beginning, there was a lot of rodeo and a lot of learning. And now the worst that happens is a couple of minutes in, I'll go, I'm sorry, this just isn't working for me. Let me get you a full refund. That's the worst. And I know if you pay a sex worker, that can't fucking feel great. But... Uh, don't you wish consent always worked like that? That's the worst possible outcome? Yeah, I sure do. Hey, Cher. We know you work as a voice artist, but also love to write. If you could make the same money doing both, which would you gravitate towards? <laughs> well, voice acting is easy. So uh, if I could just read other people's stuff for a living, I could totally see why that would happen especially if somehow i could do it from home uh that's really easy stuff the truth of the matter is uh, i can't stop writing and in my own personal time these last few stressful uh months uh with everything going on and with isolation i like so many other creative people have turned towards my uh standard you know outlets and and ability to try and stop being stressed uh And so I've just written and written and written and engaged in my writing process. And unfortunately, it's just not erotic. It's, as you can tell, what's on my mind. It's economic. It's social justice. It's 
it's we're it's such a weird moment right now because i i have been flying the the banner really hard uh, especially as of lately of feminism and i i try to make it clear i'm not perfect but i am a messenger like i understand it and i am here to further it uh i think this cause is very good for us and so I was much, much more comfortable in the Me Too era than just about any fucking straight man alive, especially if he had any money-making uh, pronouncements or putting anything on the internet. And now we're at a period where it's, it's racial. And the racial stuff is being promoted in a different way than I understand it because my intersection with race and and social justice is class based is economic based is is mlk's mlk woof mlk's woof that's a sketch that we should have gotten and never did from key and peel <laughs> uh mlk's uh letter about I apologize not letter but statement about how white workers will do just about anything uh, for their bosses if they feel better than black workers. It doesn't matter if they could make more line with them. If they feel themselves ethically, morally, socially uh, superior, that's the rub. That's how, that's how you have that friction. This is my understanding of things like this and what's going on in America. And this is constantly being challenged by black voices who are saying, okay, yes, Okay, but you can't say that what's happening in these individual cases is based on economics. Listen to us when we say that. And I very much want to white-splain or have the caucasity to go, well, I kind of think it is, but I'm doing my best to listen in these very, very, very rapidly evolving times, same as it ever was and yet not quite the same. Uh, and so as this is becoming a a big news story again as this is evolving uh, or seems to be evolving I, I i i'm i'm very uncomfortable with any kind of making a statement or making kind of leadership that's just not just worthless just empty to all of you don't shoot people in the back stop stop murdering any suspect but especially black men especially when this level of scrutiny has been going on this long. Uh, yes, what a brave statement. I'm basically, you know, it's the opposite of the QAnon, right? It's the, it's the, <laughs> it, there's, there's no, there's no leadership. There's no moral courage in what I'm saying. Um, and so I really, really, really have tried so hard to take a, a back seat and learn and listen and observe and, I don't think I'm really all that much further in my understanding. Three months is not that long of a time to learn about things that, arguments that keep coming back to generations and the past, essentially, always. Really, really heavy stuff, I know. Hopefully it wasn't too dour for you guys. I am... I am trying to be entertaining. I, a big podcast that I listen to all the time and really enjoy is called Behind the Bastards. And uh, I, I just love it. And I, it's, it's about really horrible things. And I just, you know, laugh and laugh my way through it. 
because it's it's good. There's a lot of there's a lot of commiseration in that kind of thing. So I know today's answer pretty windy, pretty political, but we're just kind of at that moment right now. And even when I'm not reading the news, it's what comes into play when I when I just try and have conversations or <laughs> with my fucking life. Uh, it's it's never ending. Um, golly, thank you very much, really, for for uh, all of the questions. Thank you, Ali, for reading. Uh, thank you to everybody. A bit more rambly than normal. I probably should stop saying that and just say thank you very much for listening. I am very grateful for for all of you. Uh, personal level, uh, I want to say that these last three months have just been a period of incredible stress for me. And I've just done everything I could not to backslide, basically, and to keep the wheel turning. You guys have been so patient with me. Uh, this whole time. And I I, I just want to say I'm very grateful. Uh, I've gotten some messages. I've gotten some anon saying you seem much more strong. You seem more optimistic. You seem more capable. I don't know if any of that is true. But I am feeling the want and need to to make some pushes and to to, to further things. And I am really trying to become this showman that I, I think we all know that I'm capable of being without it in any way going against my views. I know I probably can't keep throwing bombs at an entire socio-political culture, but then I sometimes I think, but that's what fucking Jon Stewart did. <laughs> and if you ever saw that motherfucker when he didn't have a team of writers, I can be pretty witty. So, uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Thank you for being so patient with me in this period. Thank you for letting me express my anger and not just drink it away. I can't believe I did such long periods of, of this uh, summer in sobriety. I really kind of can't. That I, that I really attempted to forward things with exercise and... Uh, fitness and cooking and, you know, the things that I really did have control over. And none of that would have happened without you guys. I haven't been as productive as the Grey Knight as I've wanted to be at all. I have tried to make Jack... I've tried to invest in Jack. And I've... I've... I've I hope that even though I'm not giving you a lot of information about that, that somehow that is resonating. It seems like it is. I, I really do. I fear that I say gratitude and thank you to the point that you no longer believe that I say it or, 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 or really mean it when I say it. But I do. Thank you for all of the love, all of the support, all of the kind words, all of the patience that you have given me all summer. Since I really don't feel like I do deserve it, I guess what I have to do is earn it going forward. That's the only way it works, right? Okay, guys. Thank you very, 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 very much for listening. I'll see you next week. I do appreciate each and every last one of you trying to become that showman. Trying to become less hostile in these angry times. Thank you. See you next week. Have a great rest of your day.